Lindsay Wozniak. My guest today is a gentleman known by many in the industry for his management of the New York Farm Show, for his humor and wit. I also have to say he's one of the only well-known people in our industry that does not have a bio online anywhere. So I guess everybody just knows, uh, or maybe I'll write one for you on NorthAmericanEgg.com. We'll see. Uh, today, I would like to welcome Scott Grigger of the New York Farm Show. Welcome, Scott. How are you doing today? Good morning. So can you tell me a bit about yourself and your background? Well, uh, I came to New York about 37 years ago as a rep for a company called Allied Farm Equipment and went to work for the Equipment Dealers Association of uh, the Northeast and then started doing the farm show with them. And uh, I got a city farm, about 150 acres. I play around some hogs and some grain, and that's about it. Very good. So how long has New York Farm Show been going on and why did it start in the first place? Uh, the show's been going on for 37 years. Um, we missed one last year like everybody else did, but the um, show started out uh, with a magazine company called American Agriculturalists and the New York Equipment Dealers Association. And the show was put together on behalf of both of them. And that's how it has grown. And new, uh, the American Agriculturalist magazine is owned by Farm Progress Company now. And the New York Equipment Dealers is called the Northeast Equipment Dealers, which is all the John Deere Case Agco dealers in the Northeast. Great. So New York Farm Show to me, it stands out among farm shows. Um, in my opinion, it's because of the way the exhibitors are treated and that kind of runs down downhill um, to not just the exhibitors, but the attendees. So there's three things that are clear to me as an exhibitor. Number one, the staff is ready and willing to help at all times. For example, I did almost freeze to death one year and one of your staff noticed me shivering um, near death and uh, brought me a giant heater and put it in my booth so I wouldn't die. So that was my first year at New York Farm Show. Uh, number two, each building is laid out with a carpet trail from entrance to exit and make sure that every attendee walks by every single booth. Number three, of course, the coffee and donuts go a long way every single morning. So why do you focus so much on making sure exhibitors are satisfied? And is it intentional? It's very much intentional. The first two years of the show, I was an exhibitor. And I took two of the biggest complaints that we all had then. And one of them was not enough forklifts. So I hired forklift operators out of my dealerships that knew how to handle equipment. And then the other deal is we had pressure washers here that you as an exhibitor could use to clean your equipment. Well, you cleaned your equipment. By the end of the show, you had pneumonia and you said, next year, I ain't coming back and getting sick. So then I hired a crew to come in to take care of all the equipment that we pressure wash before it goes inside. And that was one of the first customer service things I did. Wow. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, happy exhibitors make happy attendees. A, a bad experience or two can ruin your day at the show or your week at the show. And it's hard to keep smiling sometimes through it. So, so it's really, I think it's really smart on your behalf to, to make sure that everybody that's there is happy and is satisfied, right? Well, I, I thank you for the compliment that way. And, and that's the way we feel up in the Northeast. We're a smaller agricultural community, very strong in dairy. Mm -hmm. But um, we advertise and promote into the ag community. So that is what's at the show. Right. Yeah. And, and strong, but they're quality. 
Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that stands out to me is that the show staff all wear suits. I think it's adorable. So why, why this? I've, this is the only show that they all wear suits. Well, it started out before my time, but it was an identification thing with the burgundy jackets. Mm-hmm. And then I um, incorporated another joke that sort of backfired on me. Right about 15 years ago, I told for security purposes, with all the machinery moving around, you had to wear these little red bicycle lights. And we clip them on the back of your collar. And that was during setup. And I had the security tell them all this and so forth. And it was really a joke. Well, everybody liked it so well because if they were looking for another co-employee, they could just turn around and look for the flashing light and you could find them instantly. Yeah. Exhibitors now feel that all they have to do is do a 360 and they can find somebody at the show on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A a joke of mine turned into a positive. Yeah, that's cool. So one problem I've experienced at too many farm shows is dealing with unions. So what advice can you give to other farm show leaders to help with this pain point for exhibitors? Well, in this day and age, I'm looking at is we're losing more and more exhibitors in clientele. We're competing more and more for the dollars that people are doing at the farm shows. And I think everybody's seeing that, but you know, it's just like if you deal at home with your local hardware store or you go to Lowe's, you you like the personal touch at the home. I mean, at your regular hardware store compared to Lowe's. And that's what I feel that a lot of us have done on the farm shows. It's still a uh, personal touch. Yeah, that's it. So what are some highlights of the show this year? Highlights of the show this year, uh, very fortunate. We've got about 26 new products coming in, uh, ranging from manure separators to uh, ag baggers to um, more comfort for the cows, um, soybean roasters because of people up here in the dairy industry make soybean meal and so forth. But that's uh, a little interesting. This year, it's going to be tough on all the shows of getting inventory. Yeah, for sure. And uh, how many exhibitors do you think are going to be there? I'll be shy of about 400. Wow. Wow. Nice. And any idea of what you expect in terms of attendance or no? Well, in this day and age, I'm hoping to hold my own. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where it's going to be. Basically, we generally only draw about 25,000 people. Wow. The 25,000 are the people that want to be here. Mm-hmm. Part of them are the check writers, part of the employees from the farm that go home and tell the check writers, this is what we like to have. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So back in 2019, people were getting really kind of groaning about trade shows and that trade shows are dying. Now, a lot of producers and industry people are excited to get back to normal. So what's your view on the fate of the farm show? Well, the state of the farm show change a little bit. Um, I think they found out in the last two years, some of the, the media and digital ads aren't working like they're supposed to, to be happy. But I, I think the farm shows will be here forever. I think it'll be whoever does the better job and the better marketing will have the show, farm shows of the future. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And you've got to get more creative as you go to, right? Correct. And, and the other thing is the amount of mergers and buyouts. Are, I mean, uh, you know, you look at what I've said at 400 exhibitors this year, and, and I go through the list of the last 36 years, and I had 1,200 
exhibitors at one time that I passed through. But you look at Agco, that takes up 15 companies now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And what about ag tech? Over the years, you've been able to see it all, the progression of products, equipment entering the market. So what are some of the milestones that you remember in the in the last 37 years? Well, I mean, the, the milestone is interesting is how the computer and electronics came onto the equipment 30, 40 years ago mm-hmm. and where it's gone now. And it's just mind boggling. And I think it's just fantastic at what they're doing. And I enjoy, I'm a little not tech savvy at all. But I, I love seeing some older guys in their 60s that are excited about some of this new technology, and they grasp it as good as some of the 30-year-olds. And that just makes me feel pretty good. Yeah. And in all these years um, I, of running this trade show, I'm sure there are a lot of memories. Are there any mem- memories you know, of people or things that have happened that really stand out to you? Oh, I have some exhibitors that have tested me a little bit. I'll, I'll never forget one guy, second year I was there, first year, his boundaries. He said, no, my line's here. I said, no, my line's there. Well, I had to hold my rules. And afterwards, he says, I knew where it was. I was just testing you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and that's how it's, it's always happened throughout. And the, and the other thing is, I shouldn't really say this, is I, I got a good rapport with most of my exhibitors. But they don't want to deal with me that week of the show because um, I sort of have a different um, demeanor and my, my I look a little grouchier, but I am glowing on the inside. I have a lot of fun. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. And you're getting stuff done, right? Yeah. And I enjoy it. I enjoy if it. If you want to chat, we got to chat at Empire Farm Days in the summer where you're not working, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what do you think are some of the biggest opportunities in the ag industry today? I think the biggest opportunity is going to be a little bit of the diversification that have a lot of people have kicked into. Uh, the young minds out there are just amazing at what they're coming up with. Um, unfortunately, I always thought I was the youngest guy in the farm show industry. Now I'm and some of these younger people are coming in and they just, I am just amazed at some of the stuff they come up with. And it's just fantastic. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It is really incredible. Um, and what do you, what about challenges? What are you seeing producers facing right now that, that you might, you know, might, you know, what would you say to them right now, especially inputs right now, not getting equipment, you know, what's, what's your advice to farmers? I think the biggest advice right now is is start planning ahead a lot farther, and they've done a better job. I mean, the equipment's going to be there. It's just you can't go pick it up the next day. Right. I mean, just put your orders in. And last year, I told everybody and my dealers, I says, get your parts orders in, guys, because mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. It is really going to be tough. I mean, some of these manufacturers I've talked to, <clears throat> one guy says, I can't get tires. And, you know, that's something we take for granted. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming over from overseas. We're not getting them. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's in, we're short of electronic stuff, but I think we're short of a lot of stuff. And I think it'll shake out pretty good. It's starting to come together a little bit for them now. And, and workforce on the farm and in the factories is a challenge that we're all having. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, I worked in, in manufacturing as well. And, you know, during the time of lean manufacturing, everybody was getting into lean, just just having stock what you need, 
everybody just really in the last two years got a shock, a wake up where, okay, well, maybe we have to get away from that. Now that everybody got onto the lean manufacturing and now they've got to figure out what they need to stock and what they need to just keep things moving, right? Correct. I mean, the lean manufacturing was a great idea. They educated everybody out of college and mm-hmm. got in trouble. We really got in trouble. Yeah. A- yeah, for sure. And uh, I also want to let everyone know that Scott has unburied 35 years of New York Farm Show Cups, 35 years of them. Yep. And uh, I'm sure there are some people out there who have missed a few years and have a gap or two. I know I do. Uh, Well, those cups will be at the North American Egg booth in the dairy building at the show. So stop by the booth. Show me that you've subscribed to North American Egg on Rumble, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. And you can choose a cup from the collection. And um, also, we'd love to have you tag New York Farm Show with a picture of the cup. That would be awesome. Um, We'll also have draws going on each day at the booth. So make sure that you stop by. And, um, and then Scott, I have one last question for you. So what gets you out of bed in the morning? What are you most passionate about? And why do you serve this great industry? Well, I grew up, uh, my father's a veterinarian, always enjoyed farming and I city farmed all my life, but, um, I do enjoy my exhibitors. I really do. I enjoy the clientele, the farmers that come in. Um, and it's, you know, putting it together gives me my high every day of thinking about it and seeing people. That's probably what keeps me going. I get that. That's awesome. And, um, so the people can, if they're interested, can go to North, uh, NewYorkFarmShow.com, right? Is the website? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And we'll provide the, uh, the links in the bio as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was awesome to talk to you. And um, to everybody watching or listening, uh, like I said, the links will be provided. And don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on YouTube Rumble Egg Fuse. Um, The podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. newest podcast by North American Ag is called What Color Is Your Tractor? The stories behind the ag brands you love and the ag brands you love to hate. Hosted by me, Chrissy Wozniak. We take a deep dive into the companies that have built modern agriculture. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Go to whatcolorisyourtractor.com. Available on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? 
Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.